All right, Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. I don't think it's into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 72 of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. I was supposed to have the day off today, but I don't. So thanks a lot, Gene. You volunteered. <laughs> uh, joining me today, there is no Marcus Almighty. Mark, how you out there? We've got Alex Bagboy and Ken, 69th Blizzard, and St. Louis Kiss, Lonnie. Welcome, gentlemen. Good to see you all. So I've, I've just kind of uh, given away what we're going to start off with. I guess we don't have any choice. It's Thursday the 12th, and everything's still fresh on the press. Um, with Gene and his mouth... And his foot, I guess, would be the way to go. So um, he's made some comments in a recent interview uh, with Newsweek that have gone down very poorly. But I'd just like to step us back for a minute and play what he said on CNN on, uh, what was it, April the 24th after Prince passed. I'm just going to play that clip, and uh, for the when I do put the show together, I will replace it with a nicer copy. Very few people know... Uh, who Prince really was off stage, a very private, shy man. I got to see him a little bit off stage, and but I can't really say I knew him all that well. I don't know that many people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way to the end, he was a very private person. Again, lived in Minneapolis from the beginning until the end. Mm-hmm. And one more thing that I want to say about his humanism, that very few people know that during his concert tours, He asked his fans, if you bought tickets to a Prince concert, I want you to bring canned goods and contribute to those less advantaged. Come Mm. on. That's cooler than any rock star that gets up on stage and says, look at me, look at me. This is a unique guy, and uh, it would be a a crime if the next generation of 14-year-olds don't look up and say, you know what, that's who I've got to emulate instead Mm -hmm. of the modern sort of pop artists who have producers in back of the band. Remember, it's a guy who wrote, produced, arranged, mm-hmm. engineered, did it all. So that's like a really, really great gene on spot, on form, eloquent, classy, direct, non-controversial. Um, controversial. Uh, yeah. Really, really cool. And he probably should have left it at that and not spoken again on the matter. Um, we... Uh, obviously get start getting a lot of the details of prince's death starting to emerge mainly through innuendo and rumor and uh an unquoted spokesperson who can't be named uh you know sort of saying this and that with toxicology reports not yet even being released or probably even completed from prince's autopsy to know what his cause of death were however things are starting to point to him having issues with uh, what sounds like painkillers, opiates of some description, to deal with pain. And as anyone who suffers from pain, I actually uh, have to go to England every now and then so I can get painkillers, you know, for my back pain because my lower three vertebrae are crushed. And in America, they won't do anything to help you. So I know all about pain. I believe Paul Stanley knows quite a bit about pain as well, having had hip problems. Um, The problem is, is in an interview with Newsweek, Gene made the following comment. I'm just going to read this out. It's, uh, Bowie was the most tragic of all because it was real sickness. All the other ones were a choice. Prince's drugs killed him. What do you think? He died from a cold? But how pathetic that he killed himself. Don't kid yourself. That's what he did. Slowly, I grant you. But that's what drugs and alcohol is. A slow death. Now, to those of us who've heard Gene, have heard him pontificate on the matter, he does not agree with drugs and alcohol in any way. Um, that's no shock to KISS fans. That's a, It's a crass statement. But um, I'm going to go out and be devil's advocate. We don't know what the original quote is either. This is in print. It could be pasted together. It may not be one flowing thing. It can be little pieces put together in a structure to suit the journalist's need. 
it could be exactly verbatim what he said. Who knows? Uh, we, what I'm simply putting out there is we don't know for certain that's exactly what he said. We don't know the context of the questions. Um, so, you know, he's inflexible. What follows after that is uh, basically hellaciously entertaining for people who like to watch car crashes. You have... Gene saying that he's been shouted at by his family. You then have, uh, which way does this go? I, Paul Stanley apologizing, embarrassed by cold, clueless statements regarding Prince's death without all the facts. Better to say nothing. My apologies. Okay, that's fair enough. That's not exactly Paul Stanley flying off the handle. And I, I mentioned it to the guys beforehand that I know firsthand of Paul Stanley flying off the handle. Um, that is not Paul Stanley flying off the handle. That, I think, is quite a reasonable thing for a business partner to say, uh, protecting Paul Stanley's interest in the business of KISS, of which I assume he is a 50% stakeholder. And then Gene walks back his comments. You know, he own, he owns it. He says, you know, he got shit from his family. He didn't say things the way he should have. You know, as you would expect a decent human being, Gene is, I believe, a decent human being. Walks it back. And then Shannon gets involved. So let's pick it up from there, guys, because I don't, I don't want to just go through reading all these quotes until I have to while you sit there looking bored and I need a drink. Um, let's get your impressions, Why Alan. do you hate me, Julian? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I was, I, Al, yeah, exactly. Alex, Alex, yeah. go. What's your thoughts on this? You, you know, um, I've always gone by with, you know, sometimes things are better left unsaid, whether it's true or not. Um you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I think that's what I kind of get slightly irritated. I'm sure I'm going to probably offend people now because I'm saying it. But you know what? You choose to be offended. Um, but in, in reality, everybody has their opinions, and, and Gene has his, and rightfully so. He's allowed to have his opinion on alcohol and drugs. He's experienced, you know, the the tragic effects of it with the, with those close to him. Again, sometimes things are better left unsaid, even if it is true. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, people should, you know, for one, it's Gene Simmons, too. Take it for a grain of salt. I mean, how many times has he has his mouth kind of gotten him in trouble? So I don't think, um, you know, everybody should be ridiculously upset at the same time. And, you know, it's a tragedy Prince died. Um, you know, it was funny. I was <laughs> kind of confessing on myself. I was listening to Sexy MF when I uh, got a text from my friend saying that Prince died. I think it's one of the, the great Prince songs. But, um. You know, and it's a tragedy in itself, and obviously people need time to grieve. You know, I think everybody needs to kind of put their emotions in check and realize that, again, everybody's allowed to say what they want, say how they feel. Um, and again, you know, be mindful. I don't think Paul was wrong with coming out, you know, and saying that. Again, he's, you know, it's a business, too. He's trying to protect um, protect himself, protect what he has. And like you said, Julian, with, with Kiss, um, you know, they've got a troll coming up. And if you've got the press, I saw the other day, yesterday on Yahoo!, uh, when I was on my iPad and in between classes, and one of the headlines was about Gene Simmons making the comments of Prince. So if that's going to affect ticket sales, that affects, you know, per se, what Paul Stanley gets to take home to the family as a breadwinner. So I could see why Paul wanted to protect himself. You know, granted, uh, you know, he probably gets really good bread because he gets uh, a really good paycheck, but, you know. Did they mention the tour in the articles or anything that you've seen on it? I haven't read, I don't I read haven't... a lot of press these days, so. I haven't seen anything, but um, fail. Yeah, Ken, what's your what's your take? Well, uh, like Alex said, yeah, some things are very left unsaid. Um, uh, but having said that, um, <laughs> I know probably Shannon and whoever else in his family, you know, went to back to Gina. Like, why did you even do that? Uh, I would have expected, I would have rather have had Paul not say anything, ex apologize for Gene. I would have rather had him call up Gene and tell him, you, you need to apologize. And that same apology or, you know, uh, that Gene did would have come out. Uh, I don't think he needed to, even though, you know, it's, he hasn't done it on other things, uh, Paul, like that, where he's apologized for Gene's. Like, I think Gene said something about Michael Jackson, I think, going way back, right? Um, things like that. Um, and that hurt Kiss, too, because I think 
at that time, Kiss was going to maybe be on some Michael Jackson tribute thing uh, with yeah, the Jackson are. family, mm-hmm. and and that that just totally nixed any kind of Jackson relationship there um, or working together. So, um, yeah, and I guess Paul Stanley doing that thing, and then now Shannon has thrown her, you know, her twenty cents, her twenty yeah twenty cents into the thing, and it's just kind of. Uh, gotten into like they're calling a cat fight, um, but uh, I, I think yeah he needs to watch his comments. Uh, he needs to keep it like the very first comment where he was talking about the death of Prince and leave it at that. Now don't go back on it. There's people that are, you know, they may die of drugs and be get addicted to drugs, but it's it's not uh, on purpose. <laughs> I mean, uh, painkillers were, I think Prince had a hip replacement, right, in 2010 or something. Uh, Yeah, you can get addicted to those things. And and he doesn't maybe know he's addicted to them, but he is addicted to them. Like, it goes back to Elvis when he was addicted to, you know, uh, you know, waking up and going to sleep at night and that sort of thing, those kind of pills. So, uh, yeah, I just think you got to leave it. Just put it aside and just, you know, let the experts talk about, you know, drugs and what they can do to you and how you can become addicted and 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 how those things can, you know, really mess up your life. But, you know, if you're, if you're not an expert in it, you know, don't say anything. Here's the thing that really bothers me, and, and, and you touched on it, saying that um, Paul should have called Gene. Well... Ace Frehley tried to call Gene, and Gene doesn't pick up, apparently. So uh, maybe he doesn't pick up for Paul either. You know, that's yeah. that's the problem. It, it I totally agree with you, Ken, that it really should have been Paul, quiet word, with Gene. However, what I have noticed from Paul, especially over the last, you know, five to seven years, is that Paul almost seems to take a certain amount of glee in needling Gene, yeah. Um, and calling him out publicly and kind of casting um, a sort of derogatory feeling on things that Gene says. Yeah, Gene says a lot of stupid stuff. Mm. We're human. We all do. If we go back and listen to a lot of the shows that we've recorded as a group, or, you know, I'm sure that we'll find things like, and we'll say, I can't believe I said that, you know, you know, and it, it's it's just part of the human condition. And off the cuff comments can easily be, you know, taken the wrong way or delivered completely the wrong way. The one thing I want to stress with Gene is I don't think there was any malicious intent mm-hmm. in, right. in his comments. It's just Gene being Gene. Lonnie, mm-hmm. I've kept you waiting, so no, you know, you, jump you, in. You said exactly what I was going to say, Julian. It's Gene being Gene. I mean, I read those comments of what Gene said, and I just kind of rolled my eyes and kept scrolling on my phone when I saw him. Because it's like, you know what, whatever, I kind of expected you almost expected out of Gene to say something stupid like that. I mean, how many times has Gene, I mean, can you mention the Michael Jackson thing? I mean, how many times has Gene said something, putting his foot in his mouth, and like, oh, you know what? That's just Gene being Gene, mm-hmm. and you know he's gonna he's he's gonna over overstate what he really means, probably, and you know, and because he's Gene Simmons, you know, it gets blown up and it gets blown out of context too, and in reality too, if I'm Paul Stanley, you know what? If you just leave it alone, it goes away. Because someone else is going to offend someone in an hour or so. Because God knows the worst thing you can do in this country is offend someone. You know? So, I, I think if I'm Paul Stanley, I just leave it alone. And I, if I'm Paul Stanley, I kind of treat it the way I did. And just say, you know what, that's just Gene being Gene. Just leave it alone. And in a day or two, it'll go away. Because someone else is going to say something tomorrow. Or something else is going to happen tomorrow. And then that'll be the big scandal of the day. So, just leave it alone. But instead of... You know, and maybe he did try to call Gene and say, "Hey, you know what? You need to apologize for that." If Paul got all bent out of shape about it, and maybe Gene didn't pick up, because he didn't pick up for Ace, so why would he pick up for Paul? And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, that just sounds really good, you know. <laughs> so, so he goes. So, so Paul takes it upon himself to say, "Well, I'm gonna, 
apologize to Gene to protect my interest. Whatever. But is Gene making those comments going to affect ticket sales this summer? No. I don't know. People are going to go see Kiss anyway, whether Gene makes a comment about Prince or not. I don't I don't. I, I, think, I, I, I think the circles of the demographics are pretty much good enough yeah. that Gene's safe. Um, yeah. You know, Kiss is safe from, you know, there aren't going to be Prince fans picketing. The... No, I don't think there'll be protests outside of Springfield, <laughs> yeah. Missouri, because Gene said something about Prince. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I don't think it's going to hurt ticket sales in any way, shape, or form either. These shows are already going on sale. I mean, and the tour starts in a couple months, but. Like I said, it's going to blow over anyway. When people go think about what shows am I going to go see this summer, well, I'm not going to go see Kiss because Gene said, you know, Gene said that about Prince, so I'm not going to go see Kiss. Come on, that's not going to happen. So why Paul Stanley needs to take it upon himself to, like, to, to, I, I don't know, you know what I mean? To, to stop the bleeding or whatever. And then Shannon has to, like you said, Julian, Shannon has to throw her 20 cents in there too, and it just goes on to be a, a Twitter war of, of, you know, millionaires fighting with each other. And it's really, it was kind of pathetic yesterday. I'm like, you those two going back and forth. So yeah. Shannon Tweed, you know, I, I respect her, you know, simple as that. I don't know her personally. I've never met her. I've never bought a playboy magazine. Simple, simple as that. Uh, Or watched any of her movies. Um, I've seen her on family jewels. (laughs) I, I really I really have nothing but respect for her. Um, you know, she's, she seems, you know, perfectly fine as a person. And you know what? She's sticking up for her man. And and that's the yeah. part I, I kind of like in, in this. It is, you know, Shannon is, you know, getting in there and defending Gene's right to make himself look bad. Um, as a non-American, I've got to say that for a country that professes to worship the freedom of speech, there sure are a hell of a lot of Americans who get butt hurt when Americans exercise that right. And the by the, and, thing, and by the, the worst way, thing you can do. And by the way, for the Americans who have not read their own damn constitution, it's not freedom of speech to say anything you want. It is that Congress shall not make laws that abridge your right to say what you want. So read your constitution number one and learn it, and then quote it and I, i've totally misquoted it but you know what i'm a foreigner i can misquote your constitution all i want but uh you know the essence is is not that you get, get to American say and you can do what you want <laughs> yeah i've lived you've here, you've I've lived here, here too long you have the attitude if i can do what i want <laughs> but but that's the point that you, you know it's not that you can say anything you want because obviously if that was the case there'd be no such thing as liable or uh the uh, the other one i can never remember what it is slander, slander. slander. thank you yeah. um because if you have freedom of speech, it's just that the government will not stop you from exercising that right. Um, and Gene certainly has never shied away from exercising that right, and neither has Shannon. But I, th- I think when we get into some of the stuff that uh, she accuses Paul of throwing Gene under the bus. And I can just see Paul. I, I-, I can see him start to twitch when he's reading that. <laughs> God. You know, yeah. it, that that bicep of his was probably throbbing, and I was wondering if he's taking some, maybe he's taking some painkillers for the, you know, the bicep tear. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, so this hits home close. Sorry, Paul. You know, I'm not making light of, uh, you know, his injury, obviously, mm-hmm. with that little quip there. But, you know, he's had hip pains. He, he's been through a lot of similar things to Prince as an entertainer who's worked his body on stage, and it has worn out on him, whereas... You gotta say, Gene, since about '77, hasn't exactly been doing the crab walk or any of that shit that he used to do in the early days that frequently. I mean, maybe his pelvis was tired from other activities. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, you, know, you know, last week, what was it? Last week, I said I'm, I got a shovel and I'm digging. Well, I guess I'm just digging down deep. Well, and I guess also another thing too. It got me when I was reading it, was we're reading it in a text thing, so we don't know the emotions that was given or how it was dictated. It kind of reminded me yesterday, and you know, so these guys planning a wedding with my fiance's father. He sent me a text when I first read. It, I was like, "Who the heck do you think he is?" But then when I read it and stuff, and realized he was joking and stuff. But at first, I was like, "Who does this guy think he is?" Like, you know. And so, and same thing like with the Gene, you know, with the quote. We don't know. Like you said before, but even just 
how it was delivered. So, was Alex, delivered you, you, you just gave me an opening there by saying that. Um, the KISS FAQ community would like to congratulate you. Oh, and wish you. wish you and your beloved oh the very thank best. You. Thank you. <laughs> so, bravo. Thank you. Now let's get back to Gene. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be bag man. You know, they were in, Gene and Paul were in Texas the other day opening another restaurant together. The day, the day yeah, before. They, Correct. Exactly, yeah. Shit, so, they, they didn't talk to each other, I guess. Apparently not. You know, apparently it's going to be one of those kiss stores this summer that that we that we've seen in the past where they don't interact with one another on stage at all, <laughs> and are just kind of going through the motions but not interacting with each other. But I thought it was interesting that they were, you know, together obviously for for business function, and I and I wonder what if anything was said to one another about those comments because those because Gene had, those comments that Gene made had already been made public. Oh, prior. To, yeah, totally. Those um, to that. Those actually came out on the tenth in news, in Newsweek. So, you know, so, I mean, Paul had to have been aware. Of it. Yeah, and and last night they were at the Las Vegas movie screening together. Oh God, I mean, that must have been like a, it had been a little awkward. awkward. A later day, Sunny and, and Sunny and uh, what is it, Sunny and Cher? You know, to think back to Paul's comments about uh, that. Uh, let's put the what is it, rock hard video. But he said he looked like Cher, so right. you think of how well that couple got on. You know, it must be a very cold room last night when they're watching that video. A little awkward. Yeah, there was uh, some other comments. I don't know if you saw that, but I think Nikki Nikki Six yeah. had chimed in on it, and yeah, he's and, no longer his hero. With, with him chiming in, and then um, who is it? Uh, Sophie. <laughs> Sophie tweets Simmons chimed in saying, "Why Everybody's is why every That's time good. my dad says something stupid, does Nikki Six have to say something about it?" You know? Did she attach a picture of herself half dressed in order to? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. But... <laughs> you, you know, You know when it went back to the when to the Shannon that you couldn't read the emotion. I mean, maybe these guys need to buy a black China or a Kim Kardashian emoji set. So that we can really understand their emotions when they're posting, because I, I, I want to go to that Nikki Six one, and you know if there's two people I really dislike for being analogs of Gene Simmons, I'm, Gene Simmons is a unique, he, he's a one of a kind. He's ours. We're Kiss fans. He is our Gene Simmons. He's our idiot without a filter. Um, Nikki Six is just a poor copy of that, and so is Blackie Lawless in my book of uh, rock stars. And notice how they're all bass players. Hmm. That's interesting. That, that's food for thought. But uh, Nikki <laughs> comes out and says, Gene Simmons' recent heartless and uneducated remarks about Prince's health, uh, Prince's death, shows why he's not my hero anymore or anybody's. Hashtag from hero to zero. Okay, American zero. Um, or was it American time bomb? But uh, whatever, Nikki. Uh, you, you know what? That's just a load of shit. That's just someone who's still clutching at Gene Simmons' coattails, trying to get attention. Still wants to be Gene Simmons at the end of the day. He's yeah, he's still a wannabe Gene Simmons. You know, I've got a great deal of respect for Nikki, though it doesn't Sorry, show yeah. in anything I've just said. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I really like Nikki, but but don't get me wrong, he still wants to be Gene Simmons. At the yeah, end he of the still day. totally wants to be Gene Simmons, and you know, Nikki is equally guilty of having stupid twits or tweets or whatever the fuck you want to call them. With, it's a twit. Uh, you can say twit because that's you, what it really comes yeah. to. <laughs> who, who are the people that tweet a lot? Twits. Okay. Twits, exactly. You know, just think of uh, what Nikki was saying recently about uh, writing was a challenge. It wasn't any fun with John Karabi on the MC94 oh, yeah. album. You know, he was insulting that album, insulting Karabi. And, best time you ever wrote. <laughs> yeah, 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 and Karabi rightfully just blew it off and said, yeah, whatever. You know, that's why Krabby is cool and Nikki, hey, Krabby is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Wait, think. Wait, you mean uh, Krabby, he'll sit and have a beer with you or something. He's really, yeah, you know. Yeah. He, he called. to the strip, strip club. Nikki called Gene heartless or something. I, I, you know, I, I know that Gene's not a heartless person just based on history well, read, and the yeah, read things the he's done he said about for people. But he just has comments. He has convictions about certain things which is like drugs and alcohol and it's so deep with him that it kind of gets muddled with and he doesn't think about you know these people that you know 
fell into it not on their own uh, doing where they wanted to take the drug just to take the drug because they wanted to get high. There's people that didn't want to take the drug or did take the drug because they just wanted to relieve their pain. Um, they didn't want to get high or do anything like that. It just, you know, took its toll and that, he needs to be aware of that. And, um, but you know, I guess his conviction on the whole subject is so strong that he, things just come out wrong that he's, you know, if you had any kind of drug, if you died of a drug, you know, you're, you were pathetic for some reason. And he, that's not the case. It's, I don't think he really meant it that way, but you know, it's, it's just pathetic, I guess, that <laughs> it's pathetic that he says these things uh, on, on the other hand, you know, so I, I don't know where to go from there. You know, it's pathetic that Prince is dead. And I don't think anyone would question that sort of comment. You know, Gene does not get drugs. He doesn't get alcohol. Um, you know, being British <laughs> with a heavy dose of Scots and Irish in me, you know, <laughs> alcohol is part of our culture. So It's truly nice to hear a drink of beer. Yeah, show. yeah. You know, but... You know, let's talk about painkillers and alcohol. Uh, I've already told you that I have extremely bad back pain. Yeah. Tonight, because I'm having a beer, I can't have painkillers. Mm. It's as simple as that. I have had to watch how many hours it has been since I have taken anything because painkillers do have an effect on your body. I have made a conscious decision that I'm going to be in pain so that I can have a beer. You know, go figure. To Gene, Gene's probably going, you're just a freaking idiot. You know, no, you, you don't need a beer. You don't need the painkillers. Well, Gene, have you ever taken an aspirin? Because it easily escalates on from that depending on the sort of pain that you are experiencing. Um, have you had cancer? Do you know what it's like to experience the pain that is associated um, with childbirth, Gene? Um, no. So... You know, it, it, it's it's ignorance on his part. It's he, he I, I don't think he lacks empathy as much as he really does not like to see what the end result of abuse of drugs and substances is. Alex. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I feel the exact same. I mean, I remember having my wisdom teeth taken out, oh gosh, almost six years ago. <laughs> and uh I, I remember uh it was december it was december of 20, 2010 and so it's cold back in dc and the vicodin would just make me sweat like you know i was so hot so i was outside like walking in shorts and a t-shirt and stuff so i'm sure everybody in the town knew that i was on something at that moment um but i didn't like it you know i don't like how it made me feel and stuff but like you you know um yeah, you know, it has to be like a public service announcement, you know. But for those, you know, if you're on it, be responsible and stuff, you know. But at the same time, you know, we don't know how everybody feels. I know, um, being up here at the school I go to, BYU Idaho, and stuff, you know, this uh, and Utah, they've been talking about, you know, pornography being an issue and stuff. And one of the things they they talk about is you have these people that go, you know, pornography is bad. Don't do it, you know. And if you're doing it, stop it. It's not good for you. And it's been interesting because you've had people who've come out going, you don't know what it's like when you become addicted to it. You know, I know, and I mean, it was a great video where the person was going like, I know it's bad for me. I know I shouldn't be looking at it, but I need help getting out of it and stuff. And it's the same thing with any addiction and stuff, you know. Um, you know, I feel bad for those who, who get addicted to something and we should, uh, you know, obviously with Gene, uh, be a little bit more empathetic with them and, and, and empathize with them. And, and realize that, you know, they, they do need help and, you know, um, not being so critical or harsh to them, but trying to be a helping hand, I think. And I think that's a lot of people probably looking at Gene and sense going like, you know, he should have been nicer. And, yeah, we don't know, you know, we don't know with Prince, we don't know the full details and stuff, but we don't know the full uh, struggles that this persons have gone through. So, But, again, we get back to us as KISS fans yeah. versus, say, the, the lay person or the Prince fan who was reading the Newsweek article who doesn't know rock and roll all night from, let's put the X in sex, you know, who, or doesn't care. 
doesn't know that Gene Simmons is not a nasty human being. Yeah. Sim- simple as that. That, you know, he he's he's very narrow in his focus unless it's accidentally eating hash brownies, right, Gene? Um, <laughs> or is that sto- or is that story bullshit? Simple as that. You know, Gene, did you or did you not ever eat a hash brownie accidentally? Would be my question before you ever go on and say that you've never done drugs, never willingly done drugs, perhaps. Right. If that is the case, that you know it's been documented in print, you know, and I don't believe any of those books or magazines that published those stories were sued, which, if that was the case, one would expect so. So, you know, again, we get back to there's no malicious intent in what he says. He just has a very narrow focus, and I guess that makes it all Ace's fault. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter. The nice segue, Julian. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know if I'm... Yeah, you know... I want to wrap up this uh, this, this part of our, our kind of our show this week. Um, one thing that bothered me that Shannon did say was that you. She says, and I'm, I'll read the quote here: "You can't apologize for someone else. It's not up to you." He feels the way he feels. He would never do that to you. Never. Two parts to this: Can you apologize for someone else? I say yes, you can, and you should. You should have that person's back to the to the point where you do damage control yes it's a little bit political and you're it's self-serving it's paul stanley's self-interest to apologize on behalf of kiss because if someone thinks of gene simmons they're likely going to think simmons stanley just like you're going to think joe perry steven tyler keith richards Mick Jagger, etc etc so yes yes you should apologize for someone else um you are your brother's keeper. No, yeah, I, I fully agree. I remember I had a mission companion that had a terrible filter, and we were, at, we were at a meeting one time, and he was just goofing him out with somebody, and he was talking. He said to this girl, you're the reason why pharmaceutical companies make antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out this girl Ooh, is on so antidepressants. Oh. And he and yeah, so told that the girl is on antidepressants. And I remember like looking over, like you've got to be kidding me! Did you just say that? And so I remember later that evening, we went to the family's home, and and I was like, we've got to go apologize. And he's like, I don't know why you got to apologize for me. I was like, because we're a team, we're a companionship, and we work together and stuff. And uh, the family, luckily, they were so gracious and kind, and they forgave us, and they forgave him and stuff. But I remember like, oh my goodness! But you know. Sometimes, like with him, he probably didn't think nothing of it that what he said might have been offensive or anything. And so, you know, coming in almost a situation, it was good. I went over there and at least kind of tried to smooth things over and stuff. So, I agree with you, Julian. Sometimes you gotta apologize for your brother. Yeah, it's it's easy to hurt someone's feelings. I I say it takes a bigger person to walk it back, and and to try and make a situation right, regardless of whether that situation can ever be made right. At least you will have taken the steps. But would Gene ever do this to Paul? And is that really what kind of the crux of all of this is? Is that Paul Stanley will throw Gene under the bus? I think Gene would have just left it alone if Paul would have said something. You know, I think it's more Gene's style, but Gene's just, you know. I agree. He just kind of just lets things go. He's not, he's not, he's, Gene's worried about Gene Simmons at the end of the day. He's not worried about what, if Paul says something like, all right, if Paul thinks that, that's fine. I I don't, if Paul would have said something negative about Prince and Gene didn't feel the same way, I think Gene would have just let it go. I really honestly and truly did because Gene's worried about Gene at the end of the day. And that's not a slam on Gene. That's just, I, I, it's my opinion. That's how he is. Is, uh, Shannon Yoko? been around too damn long to be yoga <laughs> oh i think uh I, I think sharon i think sharon was just being a good wife you know sticking by her husband um give or take and i mean i don't know i look at it i guess for me and i mean some of you guys have me on facebook so i try to keep my post professional and at least uplifting and stuff and i guess even like on my stance i'm like really you guys are gonna fight over twitter like come on like you know 
you know, like he's finished, like call somebody and stuff, you know, if I had been, I don't know, if I was Shannon, I probably would have called Paul up and said, hey, you know, I really didn't appreciate you throwing my husband under the bus out there on social media and not have had a Twitter war, but, you know, I'm not Shannon though, so yeah, but uh, I would have done it. Yeah, and again, it should have been the guys talking to each other. It should never have had to involve Shannon. And I, I slipped up and wrote Sharon the other day, but <laughs> thinking of Ozzy. But uh, th- there's also kind of the suggestion that this might be a media stunt in some way. Um, mm. I, I got to say, if it is, it's got to be one of the most ill-conceived media stunts possible <laughs> that doesn't do anything to assist the band. and that I It's think, not helping anyone. No, if you look at some of the other changes that have uh, recently occurred to Kiss's online presence, notably on Facebook, with their now, we're going to share with you completely unrelated memes. Yeah, what's that? I thought they got hacked the other day. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) complete clickbait shit. i got to say this. um, From a social media perspective, they are receiving some extraordinarily poor advice if that was indeed a publicity stunt in order to get themselves on TMZ because the readership on there is just not going to fucking help the cause guys simple as that not going to help one bit oh and it's not going the... to help sell or as we mentioned earlier not sell tickets this summer freaking catalog doesn't sell anyway so who's kidding who so <laughs> you know they they know that they get they right. get they get it's the not going to help ticket sales for the tour this summer at all no, no, not in those, no fact. Not in those markets. No, it's like, like it's not going to make someone in Topeka, Kansas, say, "Hey, I want to go to the Kiss show." When it comes to town. No. Um. So, in in all of this, we've uh, kind of forgotten. Uh, happy birthday, Eric Singer. Eric Singer's birthday. Today. You know, fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. You can believe that? Damn, Eric Singer. <laughs> Older He's supposed to be the baby in the band. He's 58. I think, I think Tommy's the youngest, right? 56? Or... I think Tommy's Tommy yeah. the youngest. 56 this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. There are, you know it, it's just time obviously moves on. Um, so let's get into today's real topic, and this was Lonnie's idea. Should Japanese girl band Baby Metal open for Kiss? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just ki- just kidding on that, you know. Uh, <laughs> what was the topic supposed to be? I, mean, I-, I thought it, it was supposed to be Paul Stanley. The... It was supposed Ken's idea, actually. It was originally going uh, regarding Ace. The rumors about Ace. The rumors back. about Ace Frehley potentially rejoining the band. And it's was... it's a total what if, but yeah. You know, it, it's total what if. I mean, Tommy's been in the band since 2003. You know, it's not like it's 2005 and we're like, okay, well, this experiment didn't work. We're bringing Ace Frehley back. You know, it's it's 2016. Tommy's been in the band since 2003. But rumors keep flying constantly about, you know, Paul and Ace did the song together. They did the video together. You know, are, are, are they healing? You know, time heals all wounds with Ace Frehley and Paul Stanley. And, you know, Paul Stanley maybe. You know, everybody hears that Paul Stanley is the one who really calls the shots as far as the band goes. And is it time to bring back Ace Frehley? We could all get to see the lineup that we didn't get to see back in 2001 of Eric Singer and Ace Frehley, which is the lineup I really wish I could have saw. But yeah. What are your guys' thoughts? What if? What if that would have happened? What would you guys think? And how do you think... That Kiss could pull it off. Well, I, I guess I'll go. Um, I think he could pull it off, or they could pull it off. Um, you know, uh, it, it would have to be like one last tour. They're going to go out one last tour, and he comes back, and and maybe Tommy Thayer, hey, he, maybe he's he's sitting good, and he has other things he wants to do in life now. Um, maybe he wants to retire from Kiss. Maybe he wants to produce the home video of the tour. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, again, yeah, it's hypothetical, but uh, they could do it. And I don't know, uh, would they wear the makeup still? Um, would Ace have to get back in a little bit more shape, you know? Um, <laughs> like they, they they tried to do back in 1996. We'll see Batman and Spandex, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity Fit Club. 
That's, uh, <laughs> that'll be a, I, you know. that'll be a couple seasons worth. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, sure, I would I would be receptive to it. I would love to see Ace back. Nothing against Tommy Thayer. Tommy Thayer has done a you know fantastic job in the spot. Uh, but I think Ace would be fantastic uh, coming back for one more, just the, the last go round um, for the fans. I guess I would say it would be for the fans. Um, of course, I think it would say, that we would sell more tickets. I definitely would sell more tickets. Uh, people that discounts that discount uh, Tommy Thayer, um, those people would probably come back back out in droves. So, um, yeah, I'd be receptive to it, and I, man, I, I hope it happens somehow. But you know, then there's going to be the Tommy Thayer people who love Tommy Thayer, and they're going to say, "Well, we don't need Ace back." So. so you can't I win anyway. But so they're going to lose six tickets. I don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and I, I'll, let me just say that real quick. Is that there's people, and we've all seen them on the FAQ or wherever, that are like, well, no, I, I prefer Tommy Thayer in the band. Don't, don't give me that load of shit. I'm sorry. I like Tommy Thayer. I've met him several times. He's very nice to me every time I've met him. But if I had my choice, it's okay, you can have Ace Frehley or Tommy Thayer and Kiss. What's your choice? I make the same damn choice every time that I want Ace Frilly in the band without hesitation. So don't, I, I don't understand these people. And I like Sonic Boom. I like Monster. I like what the band has done since Tommy's been involved, you know. But come on, don't tell me you'd rather have Tommy in the band than Ace Frilly. That drives me up the wall. That's interesting because, Lonnie, you, you represent a, a time period of where Ace wasn't sure. even in the band when you came on board. Mm-hmm. And you still want Ace back in? Absolutely. Where I I come from a period where Ace was you there come from when I started the original period, absolutely. And uh, you know it's interesting that you would you would want Ace. He's uh, Ace Frilly, or maybe man. Bruce Kulick, you know, even. <laughs> Bruce like Kulick. Bruce Kulick's the best, though. <laughs> Bruce Kulick bought me a beer once. That was great. <laughs> come on. In, in terms of Kiss, you know, Bruce Kulick walks on water. Simple as that. I mean, he, he navigates the the path of hate and love without everybody loves Bruce without anything yeah. sticking to him. Simple as that. I mean, I I don't think I've really ever read of too many people disrespecting Bruce yeah. or, or not appreciating what he did. Yeah, there's the criticisms of his stage presence in his early days. So what? You know, everyone knows what he contributed and the stability he brought. So, you know, Bruce just doesn't come into the picture. No, no, no one's going to be throwing sticks or stones at him. And if you are, then you know you're banned. You're, you're that, <laughs> that's it. You're you're, you're out of here. You're out. Um, Alex, you go because I I got yes. to get myself ready for this. Okay. You know, uh, I I'm like I'm like uh, Lonnie. I mean, who want to want to have Ace Frehley back? Um, he, you know, it's ASF and Fraley, you know. Nice. Um, <laughs> and, you know, seeing the video, it was great. Um, would it be cool if they were in shape to do the makeup? Sure, why not? I wouldn't mind seeing them do it without the makeup. Um, I thought Ace and Paul looked awesome. Now, if they could get something to put on Gene's head to make him look cool and stuff for that tour. Because <laughs> <laughs> that German helmet. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Brello pad isn't doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, no offense, you like I, I think you're great, but you know, you gotta look cool too. I mean, Paul and Ace look cool, um, and you know we've seen some of the videos of Gene where they do the stuff without the makeup, and he's just kind of off to the side, you know, playing the bass, yeah, <laughs> with the little, with the little, little handkerchief and stuff like you know, they're cool again. Um, but yeah, I think it would be cool. It'd be fun. Um, you know, uh, if they could patch things up, you know, if they do the last night or whatnot, I think it'd be kick a if they did, you know, if they do a, a last tour, and then the last night, you know, if they finished off in like New York City or something, and you know, even be cool and have like Peter and uh, you know, have all the guys come out, Bruce and stuff, do like rock and roll on a night like they did on Unplug with all six or seven of them and stuff, and, and call it a day. But uh, yeah, I mean, if if you don't want to ace back with the group, I mean, I think you're uh, you're drinking some different kind of Kool Aid. Um, 
because it, it just would be way cool and it'd be fun and exciting and nothing against Tommy. I love the contributions Tommy has brought to the band. Tommy and Eric both, I mean, you look at the set list since 2004 all the way up um, with the Kiss Cruise and stuff, and you got to thank Tommy and Eric um, for bringing those uh, obscure tracks uh, to the forefront. Um, and so that would be like my only negative thing if they had Ace. Um, and I don't think it would be much of an issue, but, um, you know, hoping they have a, still a pretty cool set list and stuff, you know? Uh, maybe have Ace sing out of this world. Not just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, and I will say this. I think they didn't get Bruce for the Kiss Cruise. Bruce on the little Sail Away show. That's my little piece. All right. Here I go. Um, the Ace fairly returning to Kiss as a result of Paul's appearance in his Fire and Water video. You guys do remember that Paul only did that because Ace couldn't reach Gene, right? So all of this kind of coming together of Paul being the second, you know, second choice. I couldn't get Gene, so I call Paul. Paul does realize that, right? That, you know... All, all this cool stuff that's coming out of uh, Fire and Water was really because he couldn't reach Gene, okay? Let's just make that very, very clear. Um, Ace coming back to Kiss because of that? I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it being healthy for Ace. No matter what the situation is, the toxic relationships still exist. And I just don't see Ace being able to be healthy or wanting to risk his sobriety by going anywhere near Gene and Paul on a working level again. Except for maybe the last show that Kiss ever does as a one-off thing. Um, would I like to see Ace back in Kiss? Uh, hell yeah. You know, um, simple as that. I've seen him with Kiss enough times that I know which guitarist I prefer. As much as I think that Tommy does a great job, and it's no disrespect meant to Tommy. Does it make any sense? I think, yes, it does. Um, we get back to the band is currently gearing up for a B-market tour with promoters that are not AEG or Live Nation or blah, 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 or anyone that's really high level. Would Ace bring a marquee value to that touring arrangement, without a doubt. I, I think it's rather sad that we're not talking about Peter Chris in this equa in equation as well, because and unfortunately I don't think people have the same respect for Peter musically or, um, or, in, or in any sense of respect towards Peter. And I think that's very sad when we think about the originals who built the band that everyone's clamoring for Ace to get back in the band and replace Tommy, and we're not saying the same for Peter. It's, that's very sad when, you know, I was listening to some Alive bootlegs the other day, and Peter Chris in all yeah. his majesty, was a fantastic thing. So, you know, Peter kind of brings it on himself. We're not hearing anything about new music from him. He's not active. He's not just released a cover CD of of, uh, his, of his influences. So... Isn't he almost 71, though, too? He is. He's throwing he, that out there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but uh, Charlie Watts? We thought Peter was old when he was 58, when he was Eric's age, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I would say that Peter's probably in better shape nowadays oh. than he was, but I don't think he has the hunger in him to do the yeah. sort of things on any sort of level other than the kind of comic cons that he you know, occasionally appears at and continuing a to... Yeah, you know, and continuing to nice. to raise attention towards the breast cancer walks, which he does religiously. So, mm -hmm. you know, to both him and Gigi, you know, more power to you that you continue to forge your own path. I, I, I just find it sad that KISS fans don't freak out and say, you know, it's not like the the Blues Brothers. We're getting the band back together. Well, except for Peter Chris, It, it, it just... Yeah, you don't hear the people clamoring for when when are we gonna get Peter back in the band? You know, when's Peter coming back? You 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 never, absolutely never hear that at all. And you can understand why people clamor for Ace because right now he has quite a decent level of visibility. He's just 
gone through an all-out press push for Origins. You know, he's done a fantastic job on the amount of work that he's put into promoting an album that's probably going to sell less than 50,000 copies all told in the U.S., is very impressive and i'm very proud of the kind of dedication that he's finally starting to bring to his professional career albeit far too late in the day to actually mean anything and and to matter a a, a damn thing simple as that do we put him back in the space boots i would love to see him back on stage with kiss simple as that I, i in makeup i i don't know I, I don't think I would want to see them in makeup. I'd, I'd, you know, when you look at him and Paul in the fire and water video, I think they look fantastic as they are representing what they are as elder statesmen now, as legends, as rock and roll hall of fame, not rappers. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think that if you brought him back, and this is whole totally a what if and so hypothetical anyway. If you did bring him back, you'd have to put him in the makeup. I mean, that's the whole. I mean, I don't know. That's the whole. The whole thing is Ace Frehley in in makeup with Kiss. I mean, Ace Frehley's never done a show. He, he did Unplugged, the only show he ever did without makeup and Kiss. So, I mean, and, and it could give Kiss that push that they maybe need at this point to do a major market tour the United States next summer. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, there, there's, but there's a reason why they're doing secondary markets this summer. And not through, like Julie mentioned, not through Live Nation. And you know, I like your shirt. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a reason why. There's one reason why, Alex, is because a lot of people in the major markets are going to spend of, well, I have X amount of dollars I can use for entertainment for concerts this summer. Well, I haven't seen that band in 20-something years, so that's what I'm going to go see. But I think that I think that bringing Ace Freely back could give them the push that they need to play those major markets next summer. Because what's... And, and we've said that... We've said it before, though. What's what's the draw to go see Kiss this summer? I mean, yeah, it, it's a Kiss show, and you know, it, it's, it's always fun, but is it going to be any different than the last time I saw Kiss than maybe switching out one or two songs? But if you bring back Ace Frehley, well, there's a little more intrigue of why the casual fan might want to go back and check them out again. Especially a Gene, Paul, Ace, and Eric Singer lineup, too, which, you know, was only a handful of shows. So I'd be stoked to see it. You're doing your shaking your heads. I don't think... Yeah, I'll just say that, yeah, it's going to add more ticket sales, but I th- I think they're going to have to do a, one of those, get a good, very good opening band. That's what happened uh, to me again, unfortunately. You know, like, you know, Judas Priest something, uh, and opening for them to to solidify those sales, too, um, and go back into the, the bigger market that way. It's the only way you're going to do it. Yeah, because with the, with their current opening and Caleb and look at him, he's yawning. And so on. <laughs> sorry, the boring Alex. Is that, Alex. Uh, <laughs> is that the to bother you? I've been up since uh, six a.m. Guys, the heck well, six a.m. Uh, How do you do it, Alex? Oh, uh, did um, <laughs> it's so <laughs> tough. Three hours of geography for real. Yeah, pretty pretty soon it'll be welcome to the real world. You didn't take care of the nap. You know, you got to take care of the nap. I haven't had it yet. <laughs> Have to tell the tubbies. So, going back to this, uh, yeah, I, Ace would be great. They'd have more ticket sales, but not enough for the A market. I don't think um, it would have to be a full blown reunion to do something like that. Um, otherwise, they're going to have to get, like I said, Judas Priest or Alice Cooper or something opening for them uh, to to boost those sales. Well, did you, you read that band Alan, back together? Yeah, Alice, Alice Cooper. There. Yeah, he's getting the, the band back together. Yeah. Ooh, 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 catch. For the original? Yeah. yeah. For like an album, I think, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll see that. So is that now a confluence of perfect things starting to come together? That uh, Alice Cooper possibly recording with the original... Which original? Are we... The original yeah. The original original or... You know, 
with Alice, there are so many different bands. There are so many different lineups. And there are so many of the Alice Cooper band guys who are gone. So Right. Well, yeah. As original as he can get, I, I don't know. Dunaway? Um, Dennis Dunaway? And I'm just not well-versed enough. I on, can't remember all the names. On, on the, on yeah, the there group. was a Michael Bruce or something. And uh, I can't remember. So I'm not on top yeah, of yeah, those the, names. The pre-Bob Kulik guys. Because mm. didn't Bob save Alice Cooper as well as saving Kiss? So <laughs> we could do that for another show. That's, yeah. So so whatever the case is, um, you know, does this all come together in 2017 for kind of you know a final hurrah that you finally get an Alice Cooper and Kiss package together? Now, I, as much as I like Judas Priest and I know they're working on a new album, I would much rather have. Alice Cooper and Kiss, the dream package. That'd be a good one. It's kind you of know? it's kind of the package that has to be done before all things are said this and once. done. It yeah before you know Gene, it, we we talked about Peter Chris being old. I'm sorry, Gene. Can, can, how long can Gene continue to be the demon, realistically? Oh yeah. Before you know, it it just becomes too much or. He doesn't even wear the makeup around the eyes anymore. You know, maybe he needs a hip right. injury to really it's bring right. it home and have to be, take some painkillers to, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, yeah that's harsh, and I, I won't apologize for that in the context of where this conversation started today. <laughs> but, you know, Gene has, has soldiered on, and, you know, he's still older than Paul. Mm-hmm. So how long can he continue to do it? So the Alice Cooper thing would be very appealing. Alice has it much easier, even though he, I think he's Gene's age. Let's see, 1947, you know, so. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't have as much of a physical kind of role on stage. It's he, not, yeah, it's not he, a physical he, show for he, Alice. Even, even though he is busy and working and, and doing the presentation mm-hmm. and the acting and all that. so He's not wearing all the gear and stuff like that. Yeah, but... he, he, he doesn't have to spit fire and wear all that shit and the makeup and be under the flames and you know mm-hmm. be dragged around in a harness. So he just has to pretend to guillotine things. Right. That is the dream package, though. For me, anyway. With Ace. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think it'd be great if they did, you know, somehow bring Ace back to some kind of capacity. And let's be honest. I mean, you like you, you mentioned, Julian, like for one last hurrah. How, how many how many more tours do they really have in? Them? I mean, the window is closing. So I mean, doing secondary markets this summer, I think, is just it's it's great, but I mean the window that that Kiss has isn't wide open anymore. And no, it's it's only open you know, a crack and, and doing those big right. markets is only really keeping the band name alive. Correct. You know, because there wasn't a tour form in major markets this summer. No, it, it keeps the name out there, and they're doing something. They're going to be impressed. It's going to be covered in the major markets, close to those minor markets. So, sure, you know, Kiss played, you know. I, I can't even think of some some B markets off the top of my head. So you know, Kiss played Binghamton. All right, there's the only one I can come up with. Toledo, Sheboygan, or whatever. Boise, Idaho. Boise. They're fan in Boise. Far Are down. you going to that, Alex? Uh, no, nah, I got a got wedding stuff to plan. So. Oh yes. <laughs> and it's like uh, Boise from here is like five hours away, and I've got mm. school. I think it's a Thursday night too, so I would have to like ditch school on a Thursday, go to the show. Drive back overnight and be ready to go to class the next morning. I no, no. I mean, I even looked at you know. I was like, okay, what's close to the Bay Area? I'm like, okay, that's pretty close. Okay, this is America. That is not actually very close. One ha- one has <laughs> yeah. to fly. Okay, how much does it cost to fly? Okay, no. how much yeah. is hotel? Okay, um, time off work. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, what's the yeah. thing? You know, so it just all adds up. It's impossible for me to go down there. But, I mean, like you guys said, I really think just like, you know, they've got this tour. If they did something with Ace and that's it. I got to see Queen's Ride a couple of weeks ago with my dad. Which one? Um, oh, it's they get to call themselves Queen's Ride. So it's got, like, most of the guys in the band. 
minus the singer. Oh, the, 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 the one, the one, the one without the one without turnip head. Yeah, so not Jeff Tate's cringe, right? But um, it was at a casino in um in a little north of Pocatello, Idaho, um, in like the the convention room. And I mean, it was a cool show, and it was sold out and stuff. But you know, I don't want to see Kiss end up ending their career doing that kind of stuff. You know, I think Gene Simmons's Kiss. Yeah, was <laughs> that a, a play? play? <laughs> A playing a little con- <laughs> a convention-like thing. It just, you know, I mean, it was cool seeing Queens right there. You know, it was, it was you know, a nice intimate show. But I don't want to see Kiss end up like that. I'd like to see Kiss go out, you know, and do one decent tour, you know, a bit bigger than what they've got this one, and call it a day. And you know, they get to at least end it with some dignity still left in them. Dignity's far gone. Sorry. <laughs> I know, but I have to. And their face on. Hello Kitties and bowling balls. Come yeah, on, I think yeah. it would be something like that. <laughs> so, so with Queens, at Queensryche, did you stay for the bingo? Uh, no, no, I, I, I left. I went to go see the girl. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think people are reading far too much into this Ace thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, as Kiss fans are wont to do, we we kind yeah. of uh, <laughs> grasp at that straw. In- Shall we? It reminds me of people go like. Me that since 2003. So. Every time I hear this stuff, it reminds me of people that go like, "Look, I saw Guadalupe in my, you know, my toast today," and I'm like, "No, I think it's just a, a burnt mark on your toast. It's nothing fancy." <laughs> no offense to those who believe that. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it just always reminds me of that. I like, <laughs> I mean, we we've been hearing about Ace coming back since like I remember like in 2006 and they did that Rock Honors thing in Vegas and and Ace. You know, did that thing with Rob Zombie and and Tommy Lee and Gilby Clark and that, and he did that that uh that God of Thunder. Like, oh, maybe Ace is coming back in the band. You know, he's at the same gig that Kiss was at. And we've been hearing it for ten years that maybe Ace is coming back. So, so what's Scott Ian's deal on posting that sort of shit? Because isn't that where it all originates from? Yeah, yeah. You know that Scott Ian. I'm, I, yeah, okay. Um, I'm not even gonna go there. It's your guy, Ned Julius. Hmm? <laughs> I have one Anthrax album. And the is only it, earth, is that one too thing. many? No, it's not because it's I'm the man, and that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, the only other thing is because Ace has said in interviews that you know he's open, he's he's the open, doors yeah, open yeah. to coming back. Yeah, but but that's you know they uh, have to ask him. And then they sit down and look at the contracts, and he's like, ah. <laughs> it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, here, read this profit and loss statement. Mm. All so right. Nice Philly had the makeup on. You know, I, I think we're there. I think we've reached the yeah, end of this one. I think one. we're. Ooh, we're done. All right. <laughs> so, we do thank you for listening. I, I think what we'd like to hear from people in a, a, a less angry manner than has been expressed in many places so far from what I've read on Facebook and also on the FAQ about the whole Shannon versus Paul Stanley thing is, you know, is Gene really like that? And I think KISS fans need to know that we don't need to have his woman speaking for him to know what Gene really meant by any of that, and none of it was malicious. Um, it was certainly ill-worded, and he walked it back, and uh, I think it would have been nice to uh, have Paul call Gene personally rather than blast it out on Facebook or Twitter or whatever the hell it was. Um, it, it all looks a bit sad and pathetic. So, you know, we've got threads on this, so come over and, and join those threads. You know, let's put on the theme song to Neighbors for the Aussies. Um or something really happy, happy families for happy days for the Americans. It's the only thing that comes to mind, you know, and hope that Gene and Paul can get back on the same page with one another. But I think with them being, you know, colleagues, partners for 40, what, 45 years, that they have no problem getting over this. It's just going to be a shrug, maybe a little bit of a cold shoulder for a little bit, because, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Gene is hurt by being blasted by Paul publicly when he could easily have made that phone call. I, I'm sure Paul is equally hurt that Gene just continuously seems to take 
what was a fantastic statement at the beginning of the whole Prince thing and turn it on its head. I mean, he, he does have a habit of doing that, but he's just being Gene. So I said it before, there's no malicious intent in any of this. So, you know, as KISS fans, I think let's try and move past this. It's just more drama for the TMZ crew. Um, and think about Ace Frehley. So let's, uh, let's get that topic going. Should Ace really take this opportunity to rejoin the band? Should Gene and Paul really say now is the time? And, you know, God damn it, should Peter be a part of the question? So you know where to find us. We're on Facebook. We're on... Obviously, kissfaq.com. Alex, good to see you again. Now thank get back, you. get back to planning your wedding. Thank you, thank you. And and be good at school so that you can. I will. <laughs> I will yeah, be good at school so you can afford a wedding. Yeah, oh, of course. Thank you. <laughs> so so that you get a good job and afford a wife. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you said it. <laughs> she, she's a nurse already, so we're good. So so you're 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 so we're good. Yep. <laughs> Got a life of sitting on the couch ahead of me. <laughs> Make sure she joins uh, the CNA union. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's an RN. Yep. I know all about yeah. the CNA. Ken, Lonnie, thank you both. Yeah. Lonnie, next time you are it, I will take my day off. <laughs> Cats and dogs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. So thank you, everyone, for listening. See. We will see you next time. Thanks. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.